Captain Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on niggers, kites, wops, or greasers. Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved cause. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sir, yes, sir. What's your name, scumbag? Sir, Private Brown, sir. Bullshit, from now on, you're Private Snowball. Do you like that name? Sir, yes, sir. Well, there's one thing that you won't like, Private Snowball. They don't serve fried chicken and watermelon on a daily basis in my mess hall. Sir, yes, sir. That you, John Wayne? Is this me? Who said that? Who the fuck said that? Who's the slimy little commoner shit twinkle toad cocksucker down here who just signed his own death warrant? Nobody, huh? The very fucking godmother said it. I'll fucking stand it. I will PT you all until you fucking die. I'll PT you until your assholes are sucking buttermilk. Was it you, you scroungy little fuck, huh? Sir, no, sir. You little piece of shit, you look like a fucking worm. I bet it was you. Sir, no, sir. Sir, I said it, sir. Well, no shit. What have we got here? A fucking comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <coughs> you little scumbag. I got your name. I got your ass. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. You had best unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. Sir, yes, sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved cult? Sir, to kill, sir. So you're a killer. Sir, yes, sir. Let me see your war face. Sir. You got a war face? Ah! That's a war face. Now let me see your war face. Ah! Bullshit. You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Ah! You don't scare me. Work on it. Sir, yes, sir. What's your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the fucking questions here, Private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir. Do I make you nervous? Sir. Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole? Sir, no, sir. How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir. Five foot nine? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Sir, no, sir. Bullshit, it looks to me like the best part of you ran down to cracking your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. I think you've been cheated. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? Sir, Texas, sir. Holy dog shit, Texas, only steers and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Do you suck dicks? 
Sir, no, sir. Are you a Peter Puffer? Sir, no, sir. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Did your parents have any children that live? Sir, yes, sir. I bet they regret that. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. What's your name, fat body? Sir, Leonard Lawrence, sir. Lawrence, Lawrence, what, of Arabia? Sir, no, sir. That name sounds like royalty. Are you royalty? Sir, no, sir. Do you suck dicks? Sir, no, sir. Bullshit, I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Sir, no, sir. I don't like the name Lawrence. Only faggots and sailors are called Lawrence. From now on, you're Gomer Pyle. Sir, yes, sir. Do you think I'm cute, Private Pyle? Do you think I'm funny? Sir, no, sir. Then wipe that disgusting grin off your face. Sir, yes, sir. Well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Sir, I'm trying, sir. Private Pyle, I'm going to give you three seconds. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid-looking grin off your face, or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull-fuck you. One, two... Free. Sir, I can't help it, sir. Bullshit! Get on your knees, scumbag! Now choke yourself! God damn it, with my hand, numb nuts! Don't pull my fucking hand over there! I said choke yourself! Now lean forward and choke yourself! Are you through grinning? Sir, yes, sir! Bullshit, I can't hear you! Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I still can't hear you. Sound off like you've got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. That's enough. Get on your feet. <laughs> Private Pyle, you had best square your ass away and start shitting me Tiffany cufflinks, or I will definitely fuck you up. Sir, yes, sir. intense uh we're back guys season 15 episode 3 attention deficit order i'm your host chris and we have our other host skip skip yeah we're here guys what one of the best six minutes of cinema ever yeah it is classic lee ermy later dude yeah that's fucking a bummer man, Ooh, man. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 76 right is that his age I think it was. Something like that. Everyone's dying in their late 70s right now. But yeah, guys, we're back. Attention deficit order. 74. Uh, 74. Okay. 74. Whatever. Even younger. Jesus. That's what happens when you scream too much, guys. Uh, you go downtown. Mm-hmm. Woo! Oh, let me turn this down. There we go. Now I'm back. Oh, man. Yeah, so... That was a fun... Um, Last show, and uh, now we're back to this one. And, yeah, Lee Ermey and also Barbara Bush just died. Yeah. So uh, that's two down. It always happens in threes. And li- uh, Harry that. Anderson. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Harry T. Stone from Night Court. Yeah, Harry Anderson died. Harry T. Stone, also in the original It movie. 
That's right. Uh, he was one of the grown-ups, right? No, he was one of the kids. No. Yes. Was he? Yeah. He was, uh, fuck, I forget his name. Fuck, no, Stol- Stolver, the one with the S. Stolzer or Stozer. I forget the kid's name. He was not the kid. Yeah. He was fucking 40 when that movie okay, came Okay, then out. he was the adult of the Stozer yeah. kid. Yeah, he was one of the adult versions of the kids. I don't know, maybe. Maybe he was the kid also. Maybe he played both. Look through his little fucking eulogy deal. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's been awesome, guys. Um, it's been hanging out. Oh, Netflix won't go to cans anymore. A lot of cool mm-hmm. stuff's happening. And what did I just smoke? I smoked, um, uh, I had one of those banging brownies, so I ate like a quarter of that, so that's 445 milligrams. So maybe I had like 60 milligrams of that. And, um, oh, in Crave. Uh, what was it? Jack hair uh, wax. And um, what was the other thing I had? I think that was it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I got um. I forget. Whatever. What are you smoking? I got a mix of uh, Gorilla Glue and fucking Blue Dream. That's what it is. <laughs> I have Gorilla Glue wax. Yeah. Or Gorilla Gorilla Glue 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 Crumble. There we go. Yeah, I got Gorilla Glue flowers and mixed in a bunch of the indica, the blue dream that I got. Oh, nice. Yep. So it's a little bit of both. Little sleepy time, little wakey time. Sweet, guys. And 420 is this week, guys. So get ready. Oh, boy. Uh, since this show is legalized marijuana in California, we can now safely smoke weed on 420. You're welcome, California. Yeah, you're welcome. Only because of this podcast is weed legal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and we do have a time machine, and uh, we did travel back to 1996 and convince everyone it would be a great idea. That is true. We haven't used that in a while. I didn't use that at all recently. Jeez. No. You know, Man. I think it's because Josh was our uh, temporal engineer, and he's never on the show anymore. Yeah, that's true. He's gone. Yeah, okay. We're back, guys. And, oh. The other thing, what did I just play? I was playing a bunch of video games. So I finished, yeah, I told you, I finished Far Cry 5. I was playing, um, was it Sea of Thieves with uh, Gib and, uh, oh, and Vengeful Jedi, a.k.a. Geek Dig host Clint and Mm -hmm. Horrible Gamer co-host Gib87777. The Canadian, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I was playing with that, and we had a we had a fun time. We didn't. We ran. We actually came up on an island, like a, a, a um, an outpost, with two other ships. No one fucked with each other. Everyone let their everyone got their treasure off. I was like, well, that's a first that I've seen. Usually, There's always some dickhead who's fucking things up. Well, usually we're like, okay, somebody jump off the boat and drop off the thing, and we'll keep sailing around in a circle. You know, jump off the boat and cash in the treasure. Hmm. You know, we'll do that. But like I was, te- like, was it the week before last I was playing? We beat a fort, and then on the way back we got our shit stuck. <laughs> so we had like six skulls, a bunch of chests, uh, a bunch of gunpowder and stuff. And on the way back, uh, whoops, a uh, a bigger ship was following us. And we're like, fuck! So we couldn't go to an outpost. 
Because if we went to an outpost, they're going to raid our ship. Well, oh, well, you can raid people's ships wherever? Oh, yeah. When they're at an outpost? <clears throat> at an outpost or on the sea. They'll usually launch themselves over on a cannon, you know, and try to climb up onto our ship and then, uh, and then jump off. <clears throat> like one guy, I jumped onto a ship, you know, grab a chest, jump right off. Mm-hmm. But we had like a bunch of shit. So we had like four chests, four skulls, and we raided with this one other guy. Uh, and he came in in a sloop, and he's like, "Don't shoot me, help!" You know, and so we we had him help us, and the um, and yeah, so he helped us, and we gave him one skull. So he took his one skull and cut out, mm-hmm. but he didn't get fucked with. While we were packing our shit up, we got fucked with. But the second time we raided another fort, and we uh, this time we only we hid half of the shit on the island, right in the bushes. And then we took half of it to the nearest outpost and came back. So we took it in two trips. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. You got to be tricky. Well, there's so many weird strategies that no one tells you. You're just like, okay. Uh, they don't tell so you. The, the chests and, and the skulls and stuff, they don't disappear on you? No. No, you can. Uh, you Unless have, someone steals them. Yeah, if someone steals them, you won't get, you'll get the credit towards it. Like, you know, like if someone steals your shit, I think it's been in, in a recent update. You won't get the money, but you'll get the award points towards it. So at least you get half of it, you know, mm. instead of just nothing. You know, so you'll rank up if they cash that in, even though they stole it from you, but you won't get the money it's worth. They'll get both. They'll get a rank up and the whatever thousand dollar, whatever the fuck shit's worth. And so, yeah, that was fun. We did that, ran around. Yeah, it's a nice game, man. I don't know why people are complaining about it. Hmm. Um, another guy who said seems he was pretty a, fucking popular to me. This other guy was playing with uh, Wingman Seven Hundred Nine. He's also the host of another podcast, uh, This Xbox Life. A lot of podcasters <laughs> sailing the seas together. Oh yeah, <clears throat> sounds like it. So uh, he he deleted the game from his server. He just took it off of his um, console. Another person besides Jesus walks a lot. He put it back on, but. Uh, but yeah, another person, he's not going to play the game ever again. Really? Because I'm like, that's, that's the a game. Bitch quit right there, dude. But that's part of the excitement of the game is grabbing a chest and hoping to get it back in time without right. getting fucked with. If that element is taken out of the game, the game's boring. Yeah, what's the point at that point? Exactly. And, and you might come across a ship that's nice, or you might, you know, like on our way back, we're spotting ships left and right, and we're all worried, and they all start going the other way. You know, it's crazy, man. It's stressful as shit. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. It's like being in the top five in PUBG. Yeah, it's very stressful. But the um, Yeah, and like if they're on you and you don't have wind, you're fucked. Like, okay, they're catching up. Okay, we turn the sails. Okay, they're coming. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, what was the other game? And I played uh, Late Shift. The We met the developers of... Um, I think back in 2016 at Dolby Laboratories. Remember we went there for that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh and I met the creators of Late Shift. It was an iPad game at the time, and now it's gone over. Now it's in Game Pass, and now it's uh, like Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. But it's a live-action movie, right? And you just choose, you know, like, hey, uh, there's a guy looking for directions on a train, right? And there's... Um, tell them directions or ignore them and walk by, right? And there's a little time bar, you know, shrinking. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you ignore them, <clears throat> like I did, 
you'll still miss the train because he stops you for some weird reason. But I didn't. There's like eight different endings to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other ones, but it's well acted. It's well shot. Mm-hmm. It's not cheesy, you know, like grainy. It's like high definition, fucking a right. real TV show. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's not like the full motion <clears throat> video games from uh, the '90s. No, this is very much just choose your own adventure. You know, choose this, choose that, choose left, right. In the um, uh, like, I'm in a car park. Some chick like offers, like, oh, here, give me a thousand bucks for a. Like, I'm supposed to be, I'm a nerdy kid who's working part-time in a carport, you know? <clears throat> and so the, um, so this one lady comes up to me, and I'm sitting there, and she asks me, you know, I'll give you 200 bucks, and you can bid her up to 300 bucks to get, like, the car out without asking her boss's permission. Hmm. And some guy breaks into the place while you're doing it, <clears throat> right? And, uh, yeah, some guy breaks into the place trying to steal a car. You have the chance to stop him. Um, at one point, you get held up by guns. You get hmm. thrown into a car. You're hanging out with a gang, doing a heist, right? <laughs> wow. At one point, you're this hanging game out. Turns uh, dark quick, huh? Oh, you can either you know hang out with the gang or tr- not trust them, sort of. Yeah, it's like really fast paced. It's like an hour and a half, like an hour and a half movie, something like that. Maybe yeah, about an hour and a half. But each time, there's different decisions. So. There's one part where I have clamps on my thumbs, right? Because they're torturing me for information. And I can either, like, they give me four options to give up and turn in the chick that's with me. And I don't. And you get, like, a 100-point achievement for that. And uh, what's the other ones? Uh, I ended up getting shot and killed. But, hey, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Clint, he got, out, uh, he got out alive. He played uh, through. Because there's a one point... Where you, this old man, you know, you're trying to get this thing from this old man. And he, you can put in the numbers to the safe or he can. And I chose to have him tell me to put it, the numbers so I could open the safe. And there was a gun in the safe. So I grabbed the gun, shot the old man. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so I ended up killing somebody. Uh-oh. <clears throat> so now I'm like screwed, wanted for murder. And then I ended up shooting at these Chinese gangsters and they shot me like twice in the chest and I died. <laughs> and that was the end of the game. That's why you don't mess with a triad, man. Well, no. No way. Yeah, it was a total triad Chinese bowl. Fucking auction it off, steal it. There was a fucking counterfeit bowl. It's a pretty cool story. For a, um, for a Game Pass game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm. interesting. Is it on Game Pass or you can, can you buy it in the store? Hold on. Sorry. Can you what? I said, can you buy it in the, the Xbox store or is it only on Game Pass? You can buy it in the Xbox store for twenty nine ninety nine, Or you can play it in Game Pass for free. <laughs> Basically. Uh, it's fun. That was one of the new games they just put in this month for Game Pass. It was like Night Shift and like Hunter the Reckonings and fucking real life hunting game that I'm not going to play. Uh, but late shift, I was curious p- to play and cool. I played like super hot. You know, that's a weird fucking game. Like the faster you move, the faster the bullets come at you. So you have to like move really slow and the bullets are like slowly going by you. So you can't just charge at somebody. It's a weird game. Super hot. Is that one of the uh, games with gold this month? Uh, was it a game with gold? Or I always I get the two confused now. 
Either if it's a Game Pass or a Game with Gold. The Game with Gold this month, I think, is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <clears throat> and fuck, what's the other game? Oh, and uh, what's it called? You pro- the Witness, which you'd probably like. Yeah, I downloaded The Witness. I haven't played it yet. <clears throat> it's trippy. It's yeah, one of those puzzle game. It's one of those ones that start hurting your head after a while. You know, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. But uh, I, I know a lot of people just look online. You know, all, every puzzle is a YouTube video to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. That's how I beat Braid finally because I got so mad at that game. <laughs> I <just> beat it. <laughs> I'm gonna get the fucking <laughs> achievements, even if I've got to cheat. I think that's how I got past a couple of the portal puzzles in Portal Two too. Actually. Portal 2. Well, Portal, I, I didn't ever play Portal 2, but Portal 1, yeah, I, I actually figured all those out. But uh, Portal two's, Portal 2 gets, like, some weird slime going and some fucking, yeah, it's weird. I finished, yeah, the Portal 1 wasn't as big either. You know, Portal 2 is like a full-fledged game. Yeah, if you're down, dude, we should do co-op on it. Co-op Portal yeah. 2. I'm not even sure that I own it, to be honest. Uh, where is it gonna? It has to be backwards. It's gonna be uh, games with gold soon. And if I bet you like this E3 is gonna be Portal 3 exclusive on Windows 10 and Xbox One X. Think so? Would that be a huge get or what? That would be a huge get <laughs> or Half Life 3 if fucking that happened, dude. And it wasn't on PlayStation at all. <laughs> all, all the Sony gamers' heads would explode. Yeah, Half-Life 3 and Portal 2, the new orange box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dead or Alive 2, or Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> yeah. The new orange box. Left 4 Dead 3. Left 4 Dead 3, Half-Life 3, and uh, Portal 3. There we go. Xbox, The that would be the game changer right there that Xbox needs. <laughs> oh, dude, you, could, you would be hearing so many people bitching if that happened. You know, well, because their Valve is really close with Xbox, they do a lot of stuff with them. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was on an Xbox console. Well, I'm sure it'll be on PC, you know, <clears throat> because of Steam and everything. But yeah, it'll be PC and Steam, <coughs> or PC. Yeah, and yeah, it's gonna be like this week is gonna 420 is God of War, God of War three. I don't know what it's called. Four now, I think. Four. That looks interesting. Yeah, it's all Vikings and uh, shit instead of Greece. Yeah, I'd, I'd check it out, but it's it's just an uh, you know over the shoulder Kratos. Mm-hmm. It looks cool, you know. If I had a PlayStation, I'd totally play it. But oops, I'm not gonna. It's not a game. It's not a system seller. Sorry. No, no, no. You know they're all. oh, this is a system seller. <coughs> no, the syst- that customized system looks shitty too for the PlayStation, for the Kratos. But uh, what was the other? I was playing um, decoys on uh, uh, Call of Duty World of War Two, and that's where you—that's um, a pretty fun game type, where you uh, you can so half the half the team hides and the other half shoots you. But the decoy you can you can uh, be a, a artillery shell, you can be a tractor, you can <laughs> be a, a plotted plant. So you have to hide within the map and everyone runs around and shooting stuff and you can change like you have three options to change to different things. <laughs> Seriously? <clears throat> it's fun. It's actually pretty fun. So people just random like they shoot, "Oh, I'm going to shoot this shell." No, I'm going to shoot this fucking bush, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, there's like you can be a planter box. Like I was chasing a planter box. I'm like, "There it goes." <laughs> <laughs> and the and they have flashbangs. So if you get close to them, they can flashbang you and cut out. Oh. You know? 
Uh, we our team sucked at it. The other team beat us. To, I was an artillery shell, and then switched to a tractor for some. I'm like, damn it! And then you can leave a decoy, but that will leave you open to go. Okay, I need to find more of these. Mm-hmm. But I should have had like the uh, I should have kept as an artillery shell and just stuck around the artillery. Yeah. Damn it! But yeah, that's a weird game type. That is bizarre. <laughs> Well, come on. They're trying to get something new here. It's going to be the new Battle Royale. Yeah, seriously. Well, speaking of which, Call of Duty or uh, Black Ops 4, no yeah. single player. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Fear from Fifth Cast fucking tweeted me some shit about that. Yeah, no single player, and it's going to have a Battle Royale mode. Hmm. So it's going to focus on zombies, multiplayer, and Battle Royale. Well. That's the new hip thing. That means Call of Duty's got to rip it off somehow, you know? I don't know, man. No campaign, though. And I'm convinced that the reason why um, Far Cry 5 has a silent protagonist is because they didn't want to pay the extra money to have a female and a male voice parts in that game because people are complaining that you don't have the option to choose either or. If you could only choose a male, I think they would have gone straight voice acting. But since someone would have complained that you don't have either or, they're like, fuck it. We can't afford two voice actors, a female and a male version. Ubisoft could totally afford it. And they didn't want to deal with it. They just gave it a silent... This is the first silent protagonist. Since, like, Far Cry 2. Yeah. And, And this is supposed to be pushing the next generation. It's like, come on. You're not pushing shit. Not with the... The guy's just like... You know, it's not a Bethesda game. What's going on here? Mm. You know, <laughs> that's when they couldn't do it. They can do it now. Yeah. You know, I think they got lazy and just cut production in half. That's what it seems like. Because I think it would have been a cool protagonist to talk, right? <clears throat> but they're like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, it, it would have been fun to be able to like trigger. Like little catchphrases like "die you fucking cultist scumbag" or something, you know. But that's what I'm saying. To do a female and a male version would have been a lot of money, a lot of time, which they probably didn't have, and they probably didn't write for it. They're just like, "Oh shit, we forgot to write for what they had to say." <laughs> uh, the game's out in six months. Uh, oh, oh, uh, fuck it. Let's just go. What we got. Let's put up a shitty arcade version or a shitty multiplayer. With a good story mode. Let's do it. Is it shitty multiplayer? I thought it was decent. Well, it's fun, but it's not a real multiplayer. You know, mm. it's just made up maps. The uh, first ones had real maps, right? Yeah. This yeah, has, I mean, up through like uh, at least Far Cry 3. This is had, all, yeah, this is all creative maps, creator maps. And all they're doing is recreating fucking Call of Duty maps is what mm. I'm hearing now. <laughs> Are they redoing Halo maps and stuff like that, Probably. too? Probably. I haven't gone on there recently. Because mm. I finished the game a while ago when I was playing... Uh, what was it? Yeah, Sea of Thieves, I think, has been the only thing I've been playing besides... What else do I have been playing? Jesus. I think that's it, right? That sounds like it to me, man. <clears throat> no. Yeah, me, I've, I've just been playing through Far Cry 5 when I've got the free time, which has been like two hours in the last two weeks so <laughs> i'm going real far oh okay here we go let's do this first movie then here we go hey i'm dwayne the rock johnson what 
I look the exact same in every movie. I'm bald, and I have a goatee, or I don't have a goatee. Uh, this is... Rampage. Hey, I'm a big dumb gorilla. Hey, I'm a big dumb wolf. I can fly. A flying gorilla, or flying wolf. <clears throat> I don't know, man. People that want to defend this movie say, Oh, it's a B-action movie, and they know it. No, they don't know it. They don't know it. Stop trying to kiss the rock's ass and get him on an interview. You stupid fucking people who rate these movies. They have to do it in like such a weird way. Like, oh, the rock's entertaining. <clears throat> or they'll be like, the rock's out been outdone by a gorilla. <coughs> or uh, they'll say, like, oh, it's a fun popcorn movie with a B-movie flavor. No, it's not. It's just a bad movie with decent special effects and The Rock doing sign language. It's like two gorillas doing sign language. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right? It's a gorilla teaches a gorilla sign language. It's like, woo. Like, he's almost the size of this fucking thing. Yeah, and they try to, like, tone down how big he is by him having shirts on the whole time and wearing jackets mm. uh, to try to make him look normal. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we don't know that you work out 10 times a day. That that, that never comes up in any of his movies. Mm-hmm. You need to hit the gym. He doesn't hit the gym in any of his movies, which in reality, I think he would. So, oh. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. What did you think, Em? Uh, it wasn't good, <laughs> but I was entertained <laughs> and I will not watch it again. That's it. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it literally, it was entertaining on the big screen. It wasn't great at all. It, I'm trying to think. There was the no mm, acting wasn't great. The the dialogue wasn't great. the The writing though was comical in uh, bad writing mm. kind of way. Like you laughed a lot more than me, but but I was laughing at the stupidity of it. Yes, I was too. Just. More quietly but inside. you were nudging me going why are you laughing because i was laughing were, when people were dying you were laughing so loud it was embarrassing but i was <laughs> laughing at the right parts at the bad parts of the movie yeah i was laughing inside where like people were dying where like the cool some of the cool parts were they actually ate people you know people were getting crushed you know mm. they didn't edit, edit that stuff out like what oh i was just gonna say i was <laughs> sad that we um didn't actually see it in the prime theater that we saw it in a normal theater because i think the huge rampage scene would have been nice in that it would have been cool uh i did see some of it in the prime theater while waiting for another movie just to check it out uh it was pretty decent had some cool sound yeah it would have been cool but would have been worth it Hmm. i mean i'm not gonna drive over there on a thursday night Hmm. that's for sure it's still going to be in Prime if you want to go over there this weekend. No, I said I'm not seeing it again. Oh. I just wish that the format I'd seen it in was that. I got a free ticket. Prime. Here we go. Boom. So the movie itself, you know the Rampage story, but this isn't the story. It's just basically shit from space. They're experimenting on something. You know, the satellite blows up. Oh, no. it's all, Three things land in three different parts. One in the swamp, okay. one in the forest, one in the back of a zoo. Okay. Three little canisters launch out of a stupid, uh, what was it? It was an escape pod. Escape pod. That broke in on orbit? Broke in on impact? or 
So like they were doing experiments in space and then this, they went wrong. So the lady was like, I have to leave this space station or this giant rat yeah. is going to eat me. And she makes it, you know, out of the space station or whatever it is with the samples. And the samples are the only thing that survive re-entry That's right. because the glass cracks on the escape pod or whatever. That's right. So then the samples are in like things that are n- supposed to be able to survive re-entry, but they kind of were damaged in the re-entry. So they fall down in three different areas, kind of crack open and infect three different animals. An alligator eat one, a wolf sniffs one, and a gorilla sniffs one. And that's what happens. And then they get bigger and bigger, start attacking but it's, shit. But it's like genetic editing. Uh, and they start shooting at him. Bullets don't <clears throat> hurt these things. It's just, you know, and the special effects look all right. They don't look great. When he's standing next to the gorilla, it's clearly fake. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not like, wow, that's believable. But it's like, ooh, this we, looks bad. We weren't expecting it to look good, were we? Because I was. I was with oh. the special effects nowadays. I was expecting at least good special effects. Like Transformers has good special effects. Yeah, I wasn't you know, expecting like that. The scale between the people and the... I was. See, I think that's why you hated it more <coughs> than me. I was really expecting... No, it was just a bad movie. Very little of this movie. Yeah, I would have hated and it even with good special totally effects. It totally delivered. I would have hated it even with good special effects. Yeah, it did deliver as a dumb movie. I'm just saying it, <laughs> it was, was exactly what I expected. It was a uh, I expected a little more from The Rock. You know, he when he was on when he was on screen, he was actually boring. Cuz he mm. wasn't doing it. He was being outstaged by a CG monkey. Not you know. A monkey. Uh, you know, he was being outstaged by a CG gorilla monkey. You know. So, I don't know. Mm. That that's what the problem was. If well, I had no desire to see this movie. I could tell that this was going to be a stinker. Oh, Not yeah. To, uh, pat myself on the back too hard, but any movie that's based on a video game from like 1988, yeah. nine? Yeah, and also, okay, I want to bring up a point um, about Movie Pass again that Greg Miller brought up from Kind of Funny Games. He was talking about it. He has a point about how it sucks because it keeps bad movies in the theaters longer because people go see them because they think they're, because they're getting deals. You know what I mean? That's I can see that. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Right. I don't have to pay for this ticket, so I may as well just go see this movie in the yes, theater. Yes, it keeps bad movies in theaters longer and... We can't now. It's gonna fuck up our like how we choose between good and bad movies because they're all gonna have people going to them because of Movie mm. Pass. Yeah, but don't you think uh, <laughs> ratings like Rotten Tomatoes and and IMDb and all that is gonna Not, wait that much more than? No, because people are seeing these movies once a day for free, mm-hmm. so they don't give a shit about the ratings. They'll go see them because they're not paying for it. No, but I mean, so, it, judging a movie's success would be based on ratings, not necessarily box office. I'd say box office is successful because that money, if they don't make money, regardless of ratings, it could be shitty ratings like Transformers and make a billion dollars. But your point right now is that tons of people are seeing bad movies. So, no, more, no, no, not that they are. I'm saying more people will be inclined to go to the movies because of Movie Pass because it's 10 bucks a month for a movie a day. That's why. 
And so they're going to move. So they're going to go watch these movies, you know, even though they're shitty, just, you know what I mean? Just to get the ticket because they didn't pay for it. So it's giving like a false, you know, reading to the ticket sales. You know what I mean? And then judging the quality of a movie can only be really done based on user reviews and critic reviews. Well, could be. Judging what's successful, right? Because if everyone's making tons of money hand over fist because all these movie pass people are going. Yeah. Then Then every movie. You can't use box office anymore unless it's like a Black Panther that just blows Well, that's what I mean. Up. And the ratings won't matter anymore because they're not paying for them. It's not like, oh, I don't want to pay 16 bucks for this movie. I can see how, like, in New York that people would want to do that, yeah. I wouldn't pay 16 bucks for this movie, and I can see it for free for 10 bucks a month. <clears throat> you know? Right. I don't know. It's weird, man. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's not turning a profit. Every time I read about Movie Pass, it's like, uh, no, that's sure how they're going to make money. They right now they're just spending their venture capital to buy tickets for people so that they can get more users. We'll see what happens. There's all there's already competition I'm seeing that's looking a little more promising, mm. but I don't know if it's ten bucks a month. But and see, I want stub. Well, I want the ones where yeah, I don't have to stand in line. I can get any type of tickets I want on whatever day I want. Reserve my seats. I'd say uh, uh, two months in advance if I need to. Uh, you know, Movie Pass can't do any of that. You know, Movie Pass is like day of. Hey, I feel like going to a theater. I'm a hundred yards away from this theater at this time. Let's see what there is. That's yeah. Movie Pass. And you stand in line like you did in 1985. For your tickets. <laughs> well, I'll say 96. Okay. 19, well, movie phone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so Rampage, guys. Horrible movie. Three to five ear holes, one to five eye holes. Two to five eaten humans. Our crowd cheered at the end of this movie. This is the biggest group of mouth breathers I've seen in a while. These are all movie passers. <laughs> uh, actually, they can't be because it's an XD theater. But... I don't know if they do that there, but yeah, this is the biggest mouth-breathing audience we've had in a while. Just dumb people, like laughing at the gorilla. Kids laughed fine, you know, it's for kids. Little kids laughing fine, they can get away with it. But adults, no, come on. (laughs) Have some stand. Have some respect. (laughs) You know, it's like the gorilla flips off the rock, you know, and all the kids laughing. (laughs) Right, M laughed. <laughs> you know. Uh, then uh, later on, he flips him off again. Another callback. You know, right to the flip off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This is yeah. This is the Rock Sharknado. <clears throat> uh, this should have gone straight to Netflix. Or straight to Sci-Fi. Yeah, but his name is big enough to pull people. You know, we went because of his name. You know, I'm going to go see uh, Skyscraper. I'll still go see his movies. You know, it still was the number one movie this week with like 50 million. It didn't do huge, but, you know, it wasn't like Jumanji money. Right. Where that's like their biggest movie ever for uh, whoever the fuck put that out, Universal or somebody. Yeah, I think it's Universal. It beat out like the, the um, what is it, the fucking... 
Fast and the Furious 7, which was like a billion before. Mm. Yeah, just crazy money this guy's pulling in. <coughs> so this is another stinker on his roster, right up there with Baywatch. <laughs> did you watch Baywatch yet? I did. It was amusing. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was entertaining. That's what I'm saying, but you're the comfort of your own home. It's a completely different experience. Sure. I didn't spend fucking $16 a head on it. Well, I didn't pay 16 bucks either. Whatever. But. <laughs> I paid what, $4 total. Huh? 13 No, I paid like 8 or 7 That was a matinee. Uh, we went together. At, okay, $14. night, Four, so. $14. Was it opening night? Yeah. Oh, whatever. But I got reserved seats three weeks ahead of time. There we go. I've got a reserved seat on my couch. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know, spending $4 to rent the movie over uh, Xbox is a whole lot more palatable than spending, you know, 15 30 bucks, whatever. <clears throat> yes. And Steven Spielberg quotes that, um, so I sort of agree with him about the Netflix um, movies. Uh, he's saying they're made-for-TV movies because they go on TV. You know, he says, my films are made for cinema. They go on big screens. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, see his, I can see his point because, yes, TV movies are completely different. It's right. a different feel. Um, he says, I yeah, w- what? I was just going to say that I think Netflix has done a pretty good job of giving it a big cinema feel. But it's not the same, though. You know what I mean? I'd love to see, like, a lot of these movies they put out on Netflix. Like, Oakjaw, I would have seen that in the theater. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think that would have looked way better in the theater. (laughs) Probably. Um, You know, because you get a scale of these beasts. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, on a a movie screen, Oakjaw would be fucking, like, the size of a... A Volkswagen bus. That's what I mean. You get a scale of those farms and stuff, you know? Like a, that, that would be awesome. That's one thing I don't like. I like about, I like the movies, but the one thing I don't like is that they don't put them out in the theater like Amazon. Amazon will at least put them out for three months, you know, or more, you know, and then put them on fucking Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the movie I'm going to rate later was an Amazon movie, and I would have hated to see that movie uh, what was it? You're never really here. I would have hated to see that movie on a TV mm-hmm. because it's such a killer movie and it looked amazing. But okay, all right. Uh, oh, all right. What do you got real quick before we uh, head in? Um, <clears throat> I've got like a real world incident of the last house on the left. Nice. Yeah. So uh, apparently this com- couple in, uh, I think it's British Columbia up in Canada. Uh, yeah. Hello, British- mate. No. <clears throat> Hello, governor. No, they sound more like Terrence and Philip, if anything. Um, so uh, this couple, they had a younger daughter. Uh, she was on Instagram. Some fucking creep hit her up and apparently was sending her sexual messages and nude pictures. Mm-hmm. They caught wind of it. And so they lured him over pretending to be her. Uh Uh-huh. Nothing ever happened between the girl and the creep, but they fucking straight tackled his ass when he came inside the house, cold-cocked him, fucking tased his ass, and then hogtied him and called the cops. Nice. Yeah. 
So, you know, no cutting people up with a chainsaw or any of that. But oh. yeah, douchebag uh, got well, that's <laughs> got what the they... stuff it kicked out of him and then got fucking arrested. Well, that's what they should have done on those um, those uh, to catch a predator ones. That would have been even funnier. It's that's like, right. Hey, where are you? Cindy just boom, sledgehammer to the midsection. Just oh, right. right. <laughs> or like fucking like a mallet right into the kneecap, you know, something really good. Yeah, just yeah, sledgehammer to the midsection, just punched right or in the face. Even better, turn every house where the the predator shows up into like a home alone style fucking booby trap. That, trap. Oh, that would be awesome. It'd be like a saw slash home alone type thing. <laughs> exactly. And it would be like it would be playing like um like a little girl it would sound like a little girl way in the back of the house, but the sound would always yeah. be moving away. That's right. And they could never get closer to it, and they'd just be getting their shit kicked out of them. That's right. Yeah, they walk the into house. one room, get hit in the face by a paint can. <laughs> Oh man! And grab a hot doorknob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Electrified stair rails, you know. Step on, step on a nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step on a nail. Slip on uh, whatever the fuck. Get tarred and that feathered. Would, I would watch to catch a predator if that was the case. Oh yeah, dude. You know how much ratings that would get? It would do. Because <laughs> no one would have sympathy for the pervo. Oh no! Not at all. <laughs> Be cheering for fucking the family that could devise the perfect set of booby traps to make this person's life miserable. Dude, they could just set it up like they did every time on uh, what's it called? No, on the forty-eight it, it, hours ones. No, you you turn it into kind of a game show and like have uh, like each family devise their own. Oh, and put them out anonymously. Yeah. Well, no, no, just have uh, have it you know hosted on sixty minutes or Nightline or whatever. They'd never host um, it. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be fun. <laughs> but no, you uh, each family, uh, you know, they report to the TV show. Oh, yeah, we've got this predator, you know, knocking on our door, blah, blah, blah. You know, being a real pervo. And so they'd come out like a week before and help set up the booby traps and everything. And then they invite the guy over and see the guy go through the booby traps only to get into the into a room where the dude is. And he's like, so you're a pervo, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> that would be fun. <sighs> I could get behind that. But anyway, um, the reason this caught my eye was um, this guy fucking was trying to violate this little girl, right? Um, and the parents took it upon themselves to defend their family. And now they're in trouble with the RCMP, the, the Mounties. Well, yeah, you um, can't be doing that shit. Yeah, for vigilante justice. Yeah, you can't. You can't be vigilante justicing. You can mm. call the cops, and they can set up a sting for them. Yeah, but you can't go tying hog tying people up and tasing them. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, you know, I'd if, hog tie them and then fucking tase his nuts till they fell off. Man. I wouldn't have called the police. Just beat the yeah. living shit out of them and leave them on the side of the road. That's true. Leave them for dead. Yeah. Why Why even call... That was their mistake, even calling the... Look what we did. Oh, yeah, you fucking abused a man, beat the shit out of him yeah. on, on for emailing your daughter <laughs> coming over. For sending your daughter <clears throat> sexual fucking material and nudie pics. Yeah, send that to the cops, dude, and they can go bust him. Right. You know, it's like, Jesus. It's like, okay, dude, we're going to devise a plan. Now it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? She's yeah. probably like, I wanted you to call the police, Dad. It's like, no, we're going to get this motherfucker 48-hour style. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Canadian? Oh, 
we're going to get this fucker a 48-hour style. Now it sounds like Swedish what chef. The? What? What? <laughs> I said, now it sounds like Swedish <laughs> chef. <almost. laughs> hey, we're going to beat you up, eh? Yeah, that's and better. tase you, eh? Hoser. <laughs> we're going to go. beat this hoser's ass, eh? And then tase his hoser face. Does that sound more Canadian? Yeah, there we go, eh? Hosers. I think that'll and do the hoser's going to get the hoser right in the hoser, eh? <laughs> then we're going to hose this hoser with a hose, and then this hoser's going straight to the hoser, eh? There we go. <clears throat> That's right. And then they fart on his head. And then we're going to drink some Pat's Blue Ribbon, eh? No, no, no. Oh. That's U.S. Hipsters. Oh, we're going to drink a... Blue. No, we're drinking a Moose Head, eh? <laughs> yeah, Moose Head works, <laughs> We're too. drinking some Moose Head Ale, eh? <laughs> it's Labot, man. That's the oh Labot Moosehead, and then we're gonna pour this fucking punini all over his face, eh? There is that. Is that poutine? Poutini. There we go. Punini. Poutine. Punini. What's punini? <laughs> I have no idea. I thought you were making a euphemism I don't know. for a vagina for a minute. Maybe punani. We're gonna pour this punani poutine. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. So yeah, Canadians guys are crazy. You say they're fucking safe? Look what they just did to this guy. They beat the shit out of a child molester. What do you think they're going to do to an American? Couldn't happen to a dirtier scumbag in my book, though. So it's like, I bet you all their emails are like, hey, how's it going, eh? I think you're sexy, eh? eh? Their emails back and forth. Here's some sexy pictures, eh? (laughs) What are you about tonight? What are you about tonight, eh? Sorry, Ryan. Here. <laughs> All you Canadians up there, you know what's up. Yeah. Eh? Uh, they make fun of Americans all the time. It's all in good fun. No, it's not. It's, oh. Oh. We're, I don't, I don't like Canadian bacon, period. Uh, I think it's awesome. I love back bacon. I don't like Canadian bacon. I'm not a fan. Back I'm like, bacon. this is ham. Just give me some goddamn strips, motherfucker, with some fat on it. <laughs> I'll eat it, but you know I won't go out of my way. <laughs> okay, I'm well. not gonna be like, no, I'm never gonna eat it, but I won't go out of my way to get it. Ah. I'd rather get some extra cut, thick, fat bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what, in cholesterol and saturated fat. What's mm-hmm. that? What's that? <laughs> what do they call it? The restaurant we go to? They have it. It's called Man Candy, chocolate covered <laughs> bacon. Oh yeah, it sounds so bad. <clears throat> Radio edited a song now. It's a horse sniff. Horse sniff. Hey, what? 
Horsniff. Okay. Horsniff. Tall cans in the air. Horsniff. Yeah, guys. Now we're back again. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little plants for you. A little transplants. Uh, uh oh, reggae part. Oh, yeah. There we go. Or drunk slur part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the lint part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, what else did I watch? Oh, okay. Andre the Giant. No. Oh. That documentary is on HBO. Oh, okay. It's mm-hmm. about Andre from teenager all the way to his death when he died alone in a hotel room. Poor Andre. So, yeah, it's, it's a great documentary. He was just mm-hmm. a huge kid, man. He just he started growing. He couldn't, st- like, at 16 is when he was just like, whoop. Mm-hmm. He was, like, yeah. huge. He's, like, his mom made a special chair in his house for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a huge guy. And he was, all he was like, really nice. And no one ever told him what to do. Of course. Like, ever. <laughs> like, they, they like interviewed. Four or some crazy shit. <clears throat> like, when he, when he started wrestling, you know, um, he like uh, he wouldn't put anyone like everyone lost to him. He never ever lost until Hulk Hogan and uh, that WrestleMania three, the famous uh, him and Hogan. Uh, that's when he was dying. Like at that point, mm. he could barely do anything. That's why that match was so weird. Like you know, Hogan was basically wrestling with him like for him, and yeah. he was saying like right until the match started, he didn't know whether he was gonna win or lose that match. Because it was up to Andre the Giant whether he wanted to let Hogan win. You know, so until he told him, it was like, close line. And he's like, you know, yelling out moves to do to him and stuff. He mm-hmm. had no idea. He was he was nervous. He kept asking him. And he would like, uh, he kept asking him, like, he's like, hey. He's like, hey, big guy, so uh, are you going to put me over tonight? Am I going to win? He's like, huh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, so <laughs> he's like, damn it. <laughs> we'll see. Hogan. You want a peanut? Yeah, and like, if he didn't want anyone in the dressing room, he would just yell at somebody and they'd just start leaving. It's like, okay, bye. It was crazy how, uh, how, um, how just, like, he was a, like, they say he's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if he didn't want to do anything, it wasn't going to happen. Like, there's one point where, when he wrestled Big John Stud. Remember that guy? Uh, uh, well, he's a yeah. famous fucking wrestler, Big John Stud. Uh, he ca- like Andre's thing was coming in, walking over the top rope. Big John Stud did the same exact thing, mm. and he's like, "No!" So he literally beat the shit out of him in that match, just <laughs> really? strangled him, grabbing him by his hair, just smacking him in the chest with his huge fucking hand. Dude, that guy's hands <laughs> enormous. Dude, what? just beat the shit out of him to where at the end, Big John Stud took his shit and ran out of the dressing room after the match, thinking Andre the Giant was gonna kill him. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, because he was not fucking around. He's like, no, you don't walk over the rope, dude. That's my fucking thing. Because mm-hmm. Big John Studd was like 6'7", you yeah. know? And uh, even Vince McMahon says that Andre the Giant was almost 8 feet. 
You know, he was, they say he's 7'2", but he says he was pushing almost 8. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, ooh, Just crazy, <laughs> man. He would drink a case or two of wine a night. Yeah. Um, but it was more to deal with the pain. It wasn't because, you know, I think he was self-medicating, people were saying. No, of course. Because yeah, of his yeah. joints. There was, no, there was no treatment for acromegaly. No, yeah, because of his joint. He had surgeries and all this other shit before because of his joints and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, he would drink. Uh, the, he drank two cases of beer. Uh, says, I think uh, Ric Flair says he drank, he drank like six beers. He drank two cases. Uh, just sitting there. That's like a normal night. Mm. Uh, you know, two cases of beer, a couple uh, bottles of wine. Uh, you know, just insane drinker. Like no one could drink him under the table. Dude, guy was like four hundred <laughs> pounds, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, four hundred, and I think at his heaviest, he was like close to five. I think. I'm pretty. I don't know. For uh, uh, yeah, Andre the Giant. He was crazy though. He would take mm-hmm. big shits. He uh, loved farting. <laughs> and they say... Dude, when your ass is that big, dude, wouldn't you love to take a shit? It'd be like pooping dude. out fucking like a small adult. <laughs> but like he loved farting in front of people. And and like they're saying, if you've never heard Andre the Giant fart, it is... It's like, it's, like, it's something to behold. <laughs> because he is so large and it's insane. And he'll trap people in elevators. You know, so, yeah, he was always, like, one for, like, stupid fart humor. So, uh, onto the giant, guys. Watch it on HBO. Uh, it's three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and three to five loud farts <laughs> for Andre the Giant. Uh, there's no, like, sub, like, Andre the Giant, the eighth wonder of the world. There's nothing, like, under it. But it's a good documentary if you want to know about Andre the Giant and his pro wrestling career. Mm, and yeah. how like how he literally like it showed when wrestling was divided into like 23 counties you know there's all these different champions and he'd mm-hmm. go into each of these places and beat all their champions you know <laughs> it was so weird man until Vin, you know vince mcmahon's grandfather you know basically brought them all together and uh started whatever wwe now you see now guys come on mm-hmm. <laughs> the exploitive uh, bullshit. Okay, what do you got? Uh, some interesting video game news. <clears throat> oh, so. First off, um, 2K is reportedly working on a new Bioshock. Let's hope uh, it's better than the last one. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go open world in whatever uh, fucking weird place they put us. I uh, finished. Yeah, like a linear story. I think what was the last? The last one was um, uh, Olympia or whatever. Right, f- you were you were on the flying fucking uh, city. It's like Rapture in the fucking clouds, Columbia. I think I finished that in one sitting. Yeah, it was like five, six hours of story. Uh, yeah, I, I finished that in one sitting. The first day, guy, it was like twelve hours. Maybe. It was because I played it from like two to two. I played it from like two p.m. to two a.m. And I finished it like it was like twelve hours, something like that. Yeah, if I look at my achievements, it's like all in within a day. Mm. I have to go back and look at those achievements. We're on the three sixty. I can still look at them. So yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, So two K is the publisher for the 
Bioshock series. Um, they have a, a new developer called Hangar 13 that is working on an unannounced project. But the rumor is that this is a new uh, Bioshock. So, Xbox exclusive. <laughs> you can only hope, but I doubt it. Oh, Bioshock Infinite was the last one. That's what it was. Yeah, Infinite. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. It was not infinite <clears throat> at all. It was very finite. Uh, the, uh, nah. Yeah, I guess it was. It was Yeah, it wasn't that great. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so Grand Theft Auto has hit a milestone. It is now the most um, valuable single media property ever. It is. Um, it has made more money than any film, any book, or game ever released to date. That's insane. How many people are still in that game? GTA Five. Yeah, it has made about six billion dollars in revenue it's, since 2013. Yeah, it's six years old. Uh, I finished I, that. I finished that storyline in 2013. Yep. Um, and that was on daily. That was on the 360. Yeah. That's when I finished that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it sold 90 million units. <clears throat> and billion all, dollars in revenue. And all those people rebought the game. Yeah. When it came out. A big chunk of them, sure. When it came out on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, all of them rebought it. Um, at this point, it's too late for anyone who's not into it to get on there. You can run around, but yeah, the customization in that game is insane. Yeah. So this is not taking into account any like merchandise like toys or t-shirts or any of that shit this is just sales of the primary property so just movie ticket sales or just game sales or just book sales that kind of thing okay so this is just the game itself Mm -hmm. yeah that's insane i'm not surprised at all wait until red dead 2 comes out oh yeah that's gonna fucking be enormous let's hope but i have no doubt in rockstar i mean rockstar dude they they take their time and they put it out when they're damn ready. You know? Yeah, I have, I have no doubt in Rockstar. I'm not doubting them at all. But <clears throat> yeah, they've got the track record. To, I mean, well, they don't have the track record. I've seen. Remember, State of Emergency. Now, no, I never played it. Exactly. They want to bury that move, that game. That game is a piece of shit. Ah. They they do not State of Emergency because it was right after Grand Theft Auto Three, or I think Vice City or somewhere around there. And this uh-huh. was a game from one of their studios. It was a Rockstar game. State of Emergency was a piece of shit. Mm. And I remember my friend had it, and I was just like, what is this? They're just running around. People are on fire. It was it was a horrible game. I have, like, a headache thinking about it. Oh, were you, like, a paramedic trying Something to help like, you? I don't know, man. It was so weird. And it was, like, in a mall. It was just shitty graphics. Yeah, it, I hated that game. So that's their shit game, State of Emergency. But yeah, Red Dead on that's, that's one out of like a ton. What well, I, I think, would love to see is a fucking new manhunt game. Yeah, where's their manhunts? That they yeah. won't be able to make those now. Probably not. But that was an amazing game. I fucking loved that. Yeah, the first manhunt was great. They got a little weird with two. I don't even remember two being out. Yeah, two came out. I think they made three. Oh, really? I was all about manhunt, dude. I used to use my uh, PlayStation microphone to whistle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to whistle. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a great game. I loved it. I yeah. would love a new one. Yeah, Manhunt was awesome. I like that game a lot. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, it was stuff, kill people with a bag, mm-hmm. stab people in the back of the neck. That's right. Dude, yeah, I, I love suffocating people with a plastic bag. 
That was my, yeah, I don't think they're going to put that out anymore. Because <laughs> it's oh. like, a little too graphic. Yeah, they got in a ton of shit for, for <clears throat> fucking putting that game out to begin with. Did they? Yeah. Why? It's about a guy yeah, killing people. Well, the fucking Tipper Gore fucking parental advisory fucking people were up in arms. Oh. Two it is violence, you know? Oh, <clears throat> fuck that. Okay, here we go. Okay. The movie I saw, one of the better movies uh, this year, guys, starring Joaquin Phoenix. You were never really here. You were never really here, were you? No. You were. This is an art house film. You were never really here. Uh, trippy soundtrack, man. Right off the bat, trippy. I was baked. So the movie is about basically the it's the underlying theme <clears throat> is the uh, he plays like a, a he plays basically a hitman who kills people with hammers. Okay. Oh. His weapon of choice is a ball peen hammer. Jesus. All right. So, but you you get you get loosely that like like the opening part is like just like him there and he's wiping off like a hammer with blood and throws a rag in the toilet and flushes it. And then when he's walking out, you know, it's like okay, this guy's a fucking crazy guy or whatever the fuck. And then he's walking out of where he needs to go. He threw the hammer away or whatever. Walking in an alley, some guy attempts to mug him. Right? <laughs> he grabs the dude, just fucking headbutts him once. The dude's on the ground, just like, Aah! like all fuck. Like this guy's waiting for shit to happen, right? So, so he just headbutts the the mugger. So this is like the f- first ten minutes, five minutes of the movie. Headbutts the mugger. Um, goes to a payphone, call says it's done. You know, then walks somewhere. You know, it's a really dark movie. Mm, sounds um, like it. So, and then like it keeps flashing to a, somewhat of a like a abuse that he's had in his past, which is haunting him the whole time, and it hints to why he uses hammers. I won't I won't spoil it, but you know it throws around to why he's using hammers for you know it makes sense why he's using hammers to kill people, but the um. The weirdest part is the whole thing is an underlying, like the whole underlying uh, government child pedophilia ring. Mm. Basically, he stumbles upon that at one point. So he's like, uh, he's saving a little girl. It's like, so basically, some senator's daughter has been taken. She's like 12 or something like that into the sex ring, you know, from China. I don't know where the fuck. Um, And he's being hired to get her back. Right. So he has to do all this weird shit. It's funny, it's pretty dark, man. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's pretty dark. So he's hired to retrieve uh, this girl from these pedophiles who are basically like senators, governors, you know, all the big wigs in the government. You know, that like to um, go into these uh, pedophile clubs that are in New York or wherever. You know, you'll, that you use, use special codes to get into. And, you know, there's guards there. Um, like, there's no way. It's like a, it looks like a brownstone. 
you know, New York with like a code that you wouldn't think twice is a fucking uh, uh, a sex dungeon with children. Right. This is crazy. Was it a pizza parlor? <clears throat> no, it wasn't. This is like the Pizzagate thing. I'm like, holy shit, it's Pizzagate. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, when people have a lot of money, it's not surprising that they do this type of shit. Because when people can get what they want, they want what they want. You know what I mean? Like, when rich people have so much money, they can get whatever they want. They want to do whatever they want. You know? Mm-hmm. And get away with whatever they can because they can just pay off whoever. You know, you know what I mean? These are like billionaires. This isn't like millionaires. These are like multi-billion dollar people. Sure. Who are within the government or within like, you know, the ranks of wherever paying for this type of shit. Which I believe is out there. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's not. There and, are people who are like that, sure. Yeah, and this whole movie just exploits that whole thing. So, at one point, he's going into a room, like he's going into a like a place where the chicks are, right? And like he's looking for, her. and it doesn't show like any of the chicks being abused or anything, but you know, you know what's going on. Um, like he's walking down a hallway like he would at a brothel. But, you know, in each room is a child, right? So he'll walk into a room, and all you'll hear is fucking just... You'll see a guy just drop dead out of... Or a guy running out, and he'll just start hitting him in the head with a hammer. And the dude will just drop dead. Jesus. Um, And then a little girl will walk out of the door. You know, probably like six or seven years old. Jeez. You know, you're like, oh my god. It's really dark, man. Yeah. And so, like... I'm glad those guys are getting beaten in the head with a hammer then. Well, yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix is like... The, every guy is his dad that he's killing. You know what I mean? Like, he has, <laughs> he has issues, okay? Yeah, sounds so, like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's flashbacks that you're like, okay, that are in this where, like, yeah, really weird, man. Like, he, uh, I, I won't spoil, so, like, a thing he does is he likes to, you know, uh, like, put a plastic bag over his face. I think that's the opening shot of him. Yeah. The opening shot of the movie is him with a plastic bag on his face, you know, doing this whole suffocation thing. Mm. You know, and that that's um, like goes back to his childhood. You know, that whole like all this stuff that he's doing, like all reverts back to his childhood. It's crazy. So he's running around, you know, doing his little thing. But yeah, it's shot beautifully. Uh, the the sound effects are awesome. The uh, the uh, what is it? Not the sound effects. The uh, cinematography. I mean, yeah, the cinematography and the way it's shot and just Joaquin Phoenix himself is amazing. I think this is one of his best films. Uh, he just walks around and beats people with hammers. You know, <laughs> like I tweeted out, it's hammer time. <laughs> with, <laughs> like the cover of this, the movie, of the uh, thing is, it gives away the whole fucking uh, thing. But I, I went into this movie blind. I knew it was a Joaquin Phoenix movie. I knew it was dark. You know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, and I went and saw it at the Palta Square. There's about seven other people in there. Uh, and nobody was, everyone was dead silent the whole movie. It was so weird. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> They're probably like, holy shit, what did I sign up for? <clears throat> yeah. Nobody walked out, you know. Sure. Uh, everyone sat there. It was about eight people total, including me. And we're just like, and everyone just silently walked out. We're <laughs> just like, what the hell? But, don't look at anyone else. Don't look at anyone else. Yeah, it's a crazy. It's a great movie from start to finish, man. I think this is uh, gonna might be one of my favorites of the year so far. 
right up there with like a quiet place. Um, just everything about it, man. It's so weird. Uh, five out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and uh, four to five brutal headbutts. For I'm saving my five out of fives for super killer shit. Super killer. I'm trying not to give five out of fives for everything. Well, you don't normally. It, it, there's a couple a year that you usually give five out of five. Uh, I've been giving a lot lately. No, really. Um, so yeah, you were never really. <laughs> uh, you were never really here. Um, and that that plays a lot. Like at one point, he's drinking a water fountain, and then like all you see is the water fountain with the water going. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> you know, like was he there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. Uh, just yeah, crazy. Like yeah, his um, like he, when he's hired to do a job, he goes to a hardware store, picks out a new hammer, ball pin <laughs> hammer, picks out a ball it's, peen hammer. Does he say hammer time every time? Yep, he's like hammer time. Uh, he picks <laughs> out a ball peen hammer, grabs a thing of duct tape. Uh, I think those are his tools right there. Uh, yeah. Hammer and duct tape. Duct tapes the guy up. Hammer time. Whatever the fuck he does. Yeah, it's dark, man. And all he does—he just has a huge beard, hair, and he doesn't say much, you know. But you know, Joaquin Phoenix is a really good actor, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's intense, man. I believe it. it sounds just, interesting, and you say it's an Amazon movie, so it'll be on Amazon yeah. Prime. It'll be on Amazon in probably three, four months. <clears throat> probably by probably by November. It'll probably be like a November release, you know. Give me the Prime. Child molestation. <laughs> yeah. Come Yay. on, grab the family. It's a family film. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> oh yeah, this is the scene right here. They call they call this track playground because that's where the guys go. It's called the playground. Ooh, <laughs> creepy, right? Yeah. Dude, it's like, what the fuck? And it just gets so dark, man. It gets darker and darker, more and more twists, man. You're like, what the fuck? And at the end, you're just like, oh, well, I guess that's just how it is now. You know? <laughs> you're like, you just, like, at the end, you just have to accept it. You're like, oh, well, all right, I'll accept that. Uh-huh. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. Cause, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, It's a cool movie, though. Yeah, you just have to accept their fates or of what happens to everything in that movie. You're just like, hmm. Like, all right. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's trippy, man. You, you'd like it. It's dark, violent, yeah, it and good. Yeah, it's just so weird, man. It's Yeah, man, it's weird, man. I want to see it again. Maybe I'll see it again this weekend. Uh, maybe, uh, but it's it's now it's gonna be out for wide release, so it might be in your town. Take the wife for a date movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm guaranteed to get lucky if I take this. <laughs> oh, it's a great date movie, guys. <laughs> Nothing makes me more randy than watching no. guys get beat over the head by a ball peen hammer. Yep, it's a it's a great first date movie, and depending on the chick you're dating. But right, I mean there are some. Ladies who uh, who might appreciate that, but my wife is not one of them. Yeah, so it's set for wide release. Yeah, April 20th it releases. <clears throat> yeah, perfect. So, yeah, I'm glad I saw it in the little artsy-fartsy theater before 
it hits like the mainstream theaters. You know, and it was a big enough screen. They have a good sound system. It's run by uh, Cinemark owns the uh, Palo Alto Square now. So it actually has a decent sound system. It's not just like, oh, independent. They saved it. Did they replace the cinder block seats? Uh, No. They they have the nice seats. They're not recliners. No. But on theater one, I sit in the way back. Theater two, I sit like two rows up. Because you're just like, you're just like basically, the seats are like, for me, I'm pretty short. And the seats are low. So you have to like almost look up. And the surround sound stops past like the seventh row. So you might as well sit in the back. You know, it's a weird setup, but it works. Mm. You know, and not many people go to that theater. And, you know, like next door was the fucking opera. And these all these fucking old people are walking out talking and have to go and like sort of close the door more. Because I'm sitting towards the back. I should yeah. have been like, shut the fuck up, you stupid old people. Do you throw your popcorn at them? No. But they do have good fresh popcorn there. Mm. Because no one goes there, so you have to pop it fresh like every day. Right. Yeah, it's great, guys. There goes the hunt. Yeah, great uh, musical score. Great directing. Great acting. That's what you want in these movies, guys. Independent. It's not a mainstream piece of shit. Looking to fucking, you know, oh, I need to satisfy every demographic. You know, it's not one of those fucking, like an Avengers movie or something. Mm-hmm. This is a real movie. Hardcore. It reminded me of like Por- Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. You know, like that type of vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. That type of weird, dark energy to it. You're just like, fuck, this movie's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So, the hunt, um, yeah. You were never really here, guys. Check it out this weekend after you see Super Troopers or see that, see Super Troopers second. Because it might be a nice palate cleanser after you see such a dark movie. I'm going to see Super Troopers this Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's out. That's um, right. Yeah, there you go. There's a good They're date movie. 55 now, though. They what? They're all like 55 now. Yeah, whatever. They're still funny. They do a stand-up uh, comedy tour. Uh, the three guys still. Broken lizard guys. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, they have a podcast now, of course, just like everyone fucking else. <laughs> Uh, But they do live podcasts, like a live tour thing. I don't know. I've never listened to it, but I know they do one. Right. There's too much shit out there to listen to. uh, To fucking start listening to these guys. But yeah, you're never really here, guys. Listen to this. Cellos, man. No, violins. Like that blaring in a theater, dude. You're just like, what the fuck? Dude, that shit, and you can't stop it like I can. Mm-hmm. This keeps going. You're the whole like, movie. Well, and Maybe. this is like, and you know how movies they just loop shit over and over again. This is just a track. They'll loop in that shit for five minutes. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so 
<laughs> yeah, you were never really here. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Well, catch it on Prime when you're Whew. ready, folks. Yeah, catch it on Prime. See it in the theater if you can, man. Because this is one to watch in the theater. Because it's shot so great. Your TV will not be able to absorb the greatness of this movie. <laughs> yeah, because there's shots where it's like, you know, you want to be in a theater where you can't, you know, just walk away, pause it. Oh, this is too intense. I need to pause it. No, you're stuck watching this thing or you walk out or close your eyes. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what I like about the theater also. It's like you're stuck with these people. You're like, fuck! I don't want to get up and ruin it for these people, but I don't. It's too intense. Like my brother went to see A Quiet Place. He's like, I'm going to need an ambulance after that. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to need an ambulance. Oh. What? I said he's always a little overdramatic. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Speaking of overdramatic, are you watching this shit? Lost in Space. Have you started watching Lost in Space on Netflix? I watched the uh, first two episodes. Okay, cool. We'll talk a little bit about it. Right where uh, Dr. Smith joins the Robinson family. Yeah, Dr. Slit. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Slits. Um, Yeah, they did a twist on the Smith. Some people like it. I don't care. It works. Um, I was wondering how they're going to do anything with it. And they're like, I'm like on the like penultimate episode right now. And they're doing a lot of cool stuff with this storyline, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just from the, the first two episodes, I got to say, um, I was a little skeptical. Same here. I, I, I've enjoyed the first two episodes so far. There were a couple... Bits I didn't think they needed to throw in a little bit of fluff here and there, but nothing really objectionable. I thought overall, like you know, the the narrative moved forward pretty well. Uh, the robot was fucking badass. Yeah, I like the robot. Yeah, these are directed by um, Neil. God damn it, Blomkamp. No, not Neil Blomkamp. Uh, God, what's his face? He uh, directed. Um... Uh, we'll keep talking. I'll think about it. Directed. Uh, what did he direct? He directed. Oh, um, the Descent. The director yeah. of the Descent and the director of a uh, bunch of shit. I forget his name. Damn it. Oh well. So, yeah, it's that cool. Guy. Huh? That guy. What guy? Bad guy. That. Guy. Oh, whatever. That guy. Neil. Whatever. I can't think of his name. It's like Sam Neil, but I can't want to say Sam Neil because that's somebody else. <laughs> um, that's everyone's favorite fucking paleontologist. That's what I'm saying. It's not Sam Neil. Uh, uh, Neil, whatever. Hey, internet, tell me. So, yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff with it. The robot's cool. Um, you learn a lot of history about the robot throughout this thing. Neil Marshall? Yeah, Neil Marshall. Thank you. That's the director. See, I said Neil something. Oh, and uh, he's doing the remake of Hellboy, too, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good director. So the... Uh, where the fuck... 
Did he direct all of them? All of what? All the Lost in Space. I think he did, right? No. Or I, just the pilot. What I was looking at didn't specifically <clears throat> like break down by episode. Oh, uh, maybe he did direct the whole thing. Filmed it as one series. Um, all I know is that these people have the worst luck. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the whole premise of the show. Well, yeah, exactly. They take that premise to the nth degree with all the craziness. And, like, they do, like, no matter how, like, technological, technological they try to get with the show, I always remember how bad. Like, I used to watch the show religiously. Like, I watched it all the time. Like, I would watch Lost in Space every afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. the original show? <clears throat> oh, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that, like, where the kid built the robot, or the robot was part of their crew to begin with. He befriended yeah. it. And, yeah, the little kid in and Do- um, Dr. Uh, Smith. I want to say Zayas all the time. Dr. Smith. Smith. <laughs> Dr. Smith. Oh, dear. Uh, he's been replaced as a woman. Mm. In this one. And yeah, there's some crazy shit that goes on with her. She's just they're they're just as manipulative as the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, just crazy little bitch. Yeah. No, She's a you bitch. definitely get that impression from like the first two episodes. As soon as that character is introduced, you're like, oh, there's something off with her. Oh, when you find out how she got there, you're gonna yeah. be like, you bitch. No oh, man. <laughs> when you find out how she actually got onto those ships. Like, oh, you. Onto the big ship or onto the Well, little how ship? she got into the voyage itself. You think she actually okay. passed any tests to get on there? No. Yeah. Just hold that in mind. Crazy. I mean, she bitch. stole the real Dr. Smith's jacket to get on the ship to get off the big ship. Yeah. But to even get into that voyage itself is very mm-hmm. strict. Right. You can't just hop onto that thing. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a cool backstory with her. Uh, I like the the dads from Black Sails, the chicks from fucking The Leftovers. Two good actors is the mom and dad. Um, I don't know what they're throwing in this chocolate chick for. Speaking of demographics, yeah, I was <clears throat> puzzled by that too. Like, how do you explain her? It's like <laughs> one of them fucks somebody. <laughs> it ex- it explains how they got her. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna say. Anything. <laughs> yeah. I was what like. Because that's not one of those things like, you can just kind of gloss over. I'm like, this isn't Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> this isn't Black Daughter Hop pops out in the middle of nowhere, and I put my binoculars on backwards. Is it Jurassic Park 2? No. No. Yeah, so... Thankfully, because yeah. that movie was terrible. <clears throat> yeah, Lost in Space, I'm watching on my Xbox One with the 4K and the Atmos sound, and it sounds great. There's some really <laughs> cool surround sound in there. Cool. Um, yeah. I was like, ooh, it's Atmos. So, I'll take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks and sounds good. It doesn't look that cheesy, you know? how You can really... Some of it does, because you're watching it in super high def. Mm-hmm. Some of the CG big sh- space shit looks a little like me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice it so much. <clears throat> I was, you know, only 1080p. But, well, yeah, you uh, won't notice it as much. Uh, yeah, so, but it's a good show. I'm liking it. I like it, so. dark design and, you know, like everything seems to have a purpose. There's no extra fluff in there so much. Uh, no. Well, they, and yeah, like, well, it's like they always land, like, I, I can get over the fact that they land on planets mm-hmm. or land on a planet that they know the atmosphere of. 
like right away. Because in the well, in the TV show, they landed on planets and just fucking opened their helmets anyway. Anyway. Well, yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, they explain away at least in the pilot why they were able to take their helmets off because the dad had already torn a hole in his spacesuit. So he was breathing the atmosphere of the planet already, and he would have died if it had been poisonous. Oh, yeah, that's right. I I like the opening of the show, because I'm like, holy shit, they're not even showing anything else. You know, I was expecting, okay, we're about to go on a space trip, you know? Yeah, I know they're doing all the... Flashback. They open the pilot up with them crashing onto the planet. And it's pretty nonstop. They do, yeah, flashbacks a couple times an episode. Flash blacks. When it's with the black. <laughs> that too. Oh, flash blacks. Flash okay. black when it's uh, black chicks flashing black. To her <laughs> past and what happened and how she got involved with the Robinsons or how she got down. It's, uh, I don't know. It's cool. So, so I'm not going to rate it yet. Should I rate it? Where is it? Do I have it? Yeah, I'm like the penultimate episode of this thing. Um, let's see. Uh, huh. Nope, I haven't rated it yet. So, yeah, I'll wait and rate it later. So, so far, it's like three out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes. Three out of five bad robots. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Three out of five bad robots. Four to five ear holes. Has some good sound. Uh, for bad robot. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Billy Mitchell is no longer the official Donkey Kong champion. But he can prove that he didn't cheat. No, he, he he's not. <clears throat> he got what? caught red-handed. He uh he used unallowable hardware, and now. <clears throat> Twin Galaxies has removed him as the Donkey Kong champion and every other high score he has ever submitted. Deficit pick of the week, King of Kong. Okay. That's a great fucking movie, man. That's a great fucking uh, video game documentary on Billy Mitchell and his rival. So in reality, his rival should have won. And because I remember in that documentary, he was only sending in tapes. Of his yeah. scores. Mm-hmm. They were never live, and now we know why. Right, because he was cheating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now his uh, rival in that movie, King of Kong, uh, the guy's name is Steve Weeb. Stevie uh, Weeby. Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby. Yeah, so he is now the official first nice. person to score a million points in Donkey Kong. Nice. The glory that goes along dude, with that. Dude, watch um, King of Kong. You've watched King of Kong, right? did years ago when it came out yeah yeah that that guy fucking put his heart and soul into playing king kong or i mean mm-hmm. donkey kong yeah. and yeah he put a fucking system in his garage it was playing non-stop ignoring his whole family right and now look what he has to show for it guys <laughs> that's right Bye. 10 years later just because the other guy fucking cheated he wins i think he came out in 2008 10 years later guys he's mm-hmm. proven right yeah I, I, w- I would like to see that guy's reaction when oh, he read Steve that. Weeps? He yeah. was probably doing the happy dance and jacking <laughs> off at the same time. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But 
Um, since Twin Galaxies certifies all these scores, that also means that uh, Steve Weeb is the um, Guinness Book of World Records holder for King of Kong as well. And there is a cash prize that goes along with that. Nice. Yeah. Mm. If you are a Guinness Book of World Records holder, you get something like 200000 bucks. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Weeby, mm-hmm. Weeby Stevie. Okay, um... Two two hundred thousand, Jesus, something like that. Uh, we got a. Uh, okay, I need to look that. Uh, we got a uh, donkey kill screen going on over here. Uh, you guys want to come over here? We got a kill screen. Kill screen coming up. It's a famous line from the movie. <laughs> uh, we got a kill screen coming up. <laughs> okay, here's my idea. Okay, if we know people who make apps. We need a cannabis buyer's guide app to find the best prices for weed. Almost like a, uh, what is it? I mean, Weed Maps does that. No, it doesn't. I use Weed Maps all the time. They don't compare you shit. Is it search strains at no. different spots? Hmm. No. Doesn't do any of that bullshit. All Weed Maps does is direct you towards. Other people, all, all the fucking collectives or whatever, so you can look at their stuff. But I'm saying we need a universal one that takes all the collectives, what they have, as far as dabs, concentrates, edibles, weed, and all the other bullshit that goes along with it, and uh, app that will compare prices and and. Um, be reliable stock. That's what we need in the weed industry right now. I think that reliable stock thing is going to be your biggest problem until you have well, large, large growers who are, you know, th- we specialize in just cherry AK. Well, the reason why is because there's no consistency on where they go. You know what I mean? It's all just, okay, we'll go here, 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 here. You know what I mean? And where they go, you can follow them you know what I mean? And know where their stock is going. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's all up to the farmers, right? It depends on what the farmers are growing or the, the growers are growing. And it, it all depends on how well that particular product is selling right? and what their yield is per plant. So really, at the end of the day, except for things like concentrates, you know, being made by a particular uh, lab, um, at least for flowers, I think you're kind of stuck because you can't even really do that with like bananas or strawberries or some other, you know. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what we need. <clears throat> Weed need is what it's going to be called. <laughs> um, I just think it's a hard proposition to expect that kind of a consistency. Weed need. Well, no, you need to set up a database to where everything's checked through it, almost like a truck stop. Sure. You know what I mean? So you know we're like, hey, I want to know where say, uh, the certain type of weed is going and mm-hmm. where it's going to be. So you'd look it up and it would be like, okay, we have this strain at this club, this club, and this club, or that club. And I want to know a certain type of, you know, uh, vape pen or cartridge or whatever. Okay, we have nine here, 20 there, 40 here. Or a certain type of concert. Because they would just go through a check-in because it would be checked in already at the club. And that mm-hmm. check-in would put it in the system already. You know what I mean? I think what you're probably going to need is a lot more acceptance by the general populace before something like that happens. Right now, it's still kind of the Wild West 
still a bit of a free for all. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. This would be the thing that would not make it the Wild West. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's still have, what? Yeah, I, I just I I'm trying to think through all of the uh-huh. pitfalls with something like this. I think you could you'd have a lot of people, business owners, who'd be worried about if someone spammed their reputation and gave them like tons of bad reviews or something like a competitor did this? No, no reviews at all. All you're doing is knowing stock and where your weed is. It's not reviewing mm-hmm. anything. People do that anyway. People right. go on YouTube and review fucking weed all over the place, you know, and they'll go, I got it from this. Like we do it, you know, but that that's not going to like, like if I want to know where a certain like edible is, you know, from a certain brand. Oh, you mean your brownies? Yeah. Like a brownies or anything. You know, you'll know where it is and what type of place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we need that. Find a person who is uh, an app developer and work on it. Weed need. (laughs) That's the name of it. Or right now, cannabis for all of us. I don't know. Okay, so besides my great idea... For consolidating weed consumption. It, it should happen because it's legal. They can do it now. Um, I don't think it's that far off. Okay. Um, One thing you do get, like, <clears throat> like each farm might want to do that or each, you know, edible producer or whatever. But getting one unified database is awful difficult, man. I mean, there's a... Weed is a lot like craft beer, right? Like there's tons of micro brews and brewers out there who are just doing their thing, whatever. They're at farmers markets, they're at fucking, you know, local liquor stores, <clears throat> things like that. Like there's yeah. a couple in Fresno. But if you follow them and know where they're gonna put their weed in, go, hey, I'm dropping off twenty grams of blah 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 at this store at this time. Right. Well, for that you've gotta follow the company. Like well, there's no central repository for Well that's all what I mean. That's what we need, though. We right. need, see? Yeah. We- <laughs> well, and you could spin off beer need. No, not for beer. Beer, you can find, like, the, the beer's already fine. Weed mm-hmm. needs, weed needs it. There are plenty of beers, man, that I only see a couple times, and I'd love to know when they come in. Weeds need, well, then do one for beer. That's what I'm saying. Beer's, spin it beer is beer. I don't know. Um, Huey Lewis can't hear anymore. Oh, yeah, I saw that. All I can hear is his heartbeat. (laughs) 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 The heart of rock and roll is still beating in my head. That's right. Over and over. I I can only feel it. I can't hear it beat, but I can feel it, so I know it's still beating. It's all... Mm-mm. The harder uh, rock and roll is still beating. Him well, and Steven Johnson Johnson should uh, get together and have a deaf guy band. It's me, Huey Lewis. Don't you remember my songs, guys? What? Here's a one. Here's a good one for you. Uh, uh, what's that? I want a new drug. One that won't make me dick. One that won't make me dump all night. <laughs> Remember that one, guy? I want a new drug. 
Oh, boo! What are you talking about? I sound perfect. Uh, here's the other one. Uh, oh, that, uh, do you want the Back to the Future song? What is that one? I can't hear the beat. What? The, uh, 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 what is that? How's it go? Uh, I don't know. Of love, right? The, oh, the, the power of love. The power of love. Right, guys? Somebody like, did. Jesus Christ, Huey, what's wrong with you? Hey, I'm perfect. Come on. Well, hey, hey. I won the nude It's Huey Lewis, M. You sound a lot like Andre the Giant, He's Huey. tone deaf. Uh, what? What's another Huey Lewis song? Oh. This is it. I don't hear any difference. It's like, wow, you sound like a trumpet now. It, no, it sounds exactly like the original recording. Really? I don't know. What's another <laughs> song he does? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna look him up right now. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Huey. Uh, Huey. Has I looked- mean, there's songs I'll listen to, but Huey Lewis in the News was never one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. Oh, there it is. Hold on. Huey Lewis in the news, guys. He's great. Mm. <clears throat> oh, they're Trouble in Paradise. Heart and Soul? Uh, yeah. Did you like this song? Yeah. I'm, no, I like his songs. I'm just not like... He can't sing him anymore. Yeah. Except, you're my bro, turn it up. You know, it's not like... You know. Da, 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 da. That's what he sounds like now. Yeah, these but are great songs. Gets, that guy gets so many fucking royalties, dude. He probably doesn't need to work. Oh yeah. Um, what was that other one? Back to Earth? No, that's not him. Huey Lewis in the news. No, that's it. Yeah, this is it. Whatever. Okay. Um. Okay. Before we go. After a tone deaf Huey. <laughs> Huey, we can't sing anymore. I can't sing anymore. Don't I'm deaf in my ears. Really, Huey? <laughs> As opposed to deaf someplace else. I'm deaf in my ears. Oops. In my ears. Uh, oh, Carrie Coon is going to be from the leftovers again. And from Lost in Space. Lost in Space is uh, Thanos' Black Order, uh, Proxa Midnight. She's the voiceover. Okay, so Night Court, Harry Anderson died. Bosch, I just watched. Season four. Holy shit. Amazing. Once again. Uh, yeah. All the stuff around. It's awesome season. One of Are they, is there an end date on this? Or are they no, just they just run to the ground? 
No, they just have a. They just already are making a fifth season. Awesome. Uh, I think a fifth and sixth season because there's like twelve books to this guy. <clears throat> yeah, there are a ton. Um, of them. So this is uh, the case of. Uh, I'm not gonna say what's the name of it. I haven't watched. I haven't read all of his books. Oh. I've read like three, like uh, Angel Heights or some shit. Yeah. Oh, Angel Heights is actually one of the ones I read. That's a really okay. good story. So that's what this one is based on. Yeah, no, that's cool. So there's a dead uh, hooker at the bottom of the Angel Heights fucking train. Uh, not exactly. They do twists on it. Okay. Okay, so Bosch, it's based on it. So Bosch season four, three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five pencils in the ear. Oh. Um, I could have put bad cops, but I already put that before. Hmm. Uh, what was the other thing I watched? I know pencil I watched. in the ear is pretty evocative too. You know, you kind of want to see how does that pencil end up in that ear? You know. Oh yeah. Okay. The Zen Diaries of Gary Shanley. Hmm. I just finished watching that. Holy, that's amazing. What is that? Uh, it's Judd Apatow. <clears throat> a documentary on the uh, uh, Gary Shanley died like sixty-six of a heart attack, or sixty-five. I forget. In 2016, and it's just a documentary. Yeah, he like literally dropped dead. Yeah, he. Um, uh, it's just basically because he wrote tons of diary, tons of notes in his notebook. So basically, when he was a kid, and he videotaped himself throughout his life. So it was a great documentary. It has a whole bunch of stuff of him with Jerry Seinfeld, him with uh, Judd Apatow when Judd Apatow was a kid, when Judd Apatow first started um, hanging out with him. So, uh, and it, it goes back to when his brother died of, uh, fuck, what is it? Scully's fibrosis, mm. right? And they were really close, and they say that fucked him up for his whole life. So, um, so like, he was never the same after that. And, yeah, he was just, like, he was also a, uh, a Buddhist, practicing Buddhist, who uh, meditated for, like, 35 years. Hmm. And was it? Yeah, it was a. It's crazy, man. Uh, the Larry Sanders show, the Gary Shandling show. Yeah, that's um, right. I discovered him the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, the Larry Sanders show starring Gary Shandling is fucking amazing. Um, he still says uh, <clears throat> he's like he said that uh, Ricky Gervais stole that and made The Office. Or he stole that concept. Because mm. Ricky Gervais used to hang out there a lot when he was doing his show, like whatever, some stupid British fucking reality show. Uh, the uh, no, the when before The Office, when he was trying to, you know, still when he was super young, still skinny. Mm. You know, you see him in the documentary, you're like, whoa, is that Ricky Gervais? <laughs> he's like no. skinny. His head's not fat. Holy shit. No, his head's not fat. <laughs> he's still doing coke. Right. You know what I mean? That's why he's so skinny. Right. Uh, yeah, so Ricky Gervais, and it shows him inside Gary Shanley's house, like tons mm. of stuff with Gary Shanley, uh, just being videotaped the whole time. It's crazy, man. A lot of his stand-up and where he got it from, it shows him trying to, like, in all of his notes, like him going, all I want to do is go get on The Tonight Show, to getting on The Tonight Show, to going, hey, what do I do from here now? Mm-hmm. You know, like tons of just notebooks full, you know, and then like hosting or guest hosting the Tonight Show when Johnny Carson's gone and turning down. 
the opportunity to take the uh, job, and that's the only reason why Jay Leno got it. <laughs> and or and or and like through the interview Jay Leno, the interview Conan O'Brien, the interview uh, like Judd Apatow, of course, uh, one of his wives, um, Jerry Seinfeld, um, just tons of people, man. It's two parts, so it's like four hours. So I watched it like over two weeks or something. What's it on? HBO. So uh, HBO documentary. Speaking of which, Westworld season two starts this Sunday. The 22nd? I'm going to have to sign up on Amazon for HBO so I can watch that. Yes. I think it's on Hulu. I don't know. Is it on Amazon? Yeah, I think it was on Amazon. Amazon has all of the old uh, HBO, Showtime, Cinemark TV shows. Like, <clears throat> like I could watch Sopranos on Amazon Prime if I wanted. <clears throat> but the newer stuff, uh, you pay for a subscription through Amazon to Showtime, whatever sh- channel you want. Just get HBO so, Go. No, I HBO just get it now. on Amazon Prime. It's the same price. It's ten bucks, but it's part of yeah. Amazon. So I, I mean, I I don't have to download a separate app and manage another list. No, that's true. But if you have it on your Xbox, you can watch it on your TV. If you download the HBO Now app. Yeah, I have a Prime Video on my Xbox One, and okay. I watch Bosch and. Um, well, yeah, but I'm saying like stuff. to watch it live. You can watch it live East Coast time, with HBO Now. Oh, no! so the Amazon Prime subscription is the same thing. Okay, it's live, too? Yes. Okay. How do you watch it live through the... You just picked live TV on it, or TV? I've never watched Amazon. Neither have I, but I know that you have everything available as it comes out on Amazon Prime. It's not like you have Go where you're watching, like, you know, the next day or whatever. Well, no, no. Go is you're watching it live. I can watch East Coast no. at 7 p.m. HBO Now. I get those mixed HP, up. Same here. HBO Now. Yeah, you can watch East Coast. Like, I can watch, like, Game of Thrones at 7 p.m. You know? No, 6 p.m. Because it's airing at 9 p.m. in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can watch it, like, you can watch it 6 p.m. You can watch it uh, Central Time. You can watch it any time zone. So you have, like, multiple times to watch it during that night. So you should just say you're... Uh... Australia time zone, you get it yesterday. Yeah, you can do that too. A lot of people do that. A lot <laughs> of people do that for video games. You know, they'll set their clocks to Greenwich Mean Time to get it it's like four hours. But we get it at 9 p.m., so I'm not even worried yeah. for video game release. It's like 9 p.m. on a Monday. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, for me, it doesn't matter because who knows when I have enough time to play video yeah. games. Like, I may be able to play tonight some, but we'll see. Yeah, if I'm sitting around at 9 p.m. on a Monday and I'm expecting a video game, boom, playing it. You're right there. Okay, let's see. What else do we do? What were we talking about? Uh, Gary Shandling, Zen oh. Diary. Yeah, it's cool. It's very interesting. It's a, a really weird insight on the mind of a comedian, like a very successful comedian who's funnier than 90% of the people out now. You know, yeah. even then, smart, funny. You're just like, wow, this guy is so funny. He was driven, though. I mean, you could tell. Yeah, well, yeah, he went. He was an architect at one point, and he just got bored. You know, he was very smart. He just got bored and just wanted to do something else. 
dropped out of college. You know, he's like, it's like whatever. He needed to challenge his mind. Mm. You know, and comedy was perfect for it. <clears throat> and then he's just neurotic about everything. Oh yeah. And you know, he could blow up on people. Yeah, he was crazy. Uh, let's see. We're gonna give it uh, four to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and uh, four to five. Uh, I don't know. Four to five laughing. I don't know. Four to five hey nows. Four to five. Oh yeah, hey now. Classic hey nows. Uh, all right, before we go, let's see. Oh. Nope. That's it, guys. <laughs> oh, wait. Nope. <gasps> oh. Also, Milos Foreman dies. The, dire- the director of uh, Cuckoo's Nest, Amadeus. Um, also, <laughs> um, Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey. <coughs> uh, 86 years old. Mm. Uh, cool director, man. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Chris, what does that mean? Huh? Death happened in fours. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Well, he died a while ago, I think. Oh. So it doesn't matter for him. He's out of the loop. Someone else had to die. Uh, oh, well, well, I think that's it. Let's see. Late shift. I don't even know. Did I watch that? No, you talked about that already. That's the okay. game you played. Oh, okay. And Bloom Camp wants to crowdfund his... Uh, his uh, f- um, Firebase, that Firebase short. Hmm. This is going to be in the same world as those other two he released. Yeah. Pet Cemetery remake is coming. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> they don't need one. At no. all. Just leave uh, it alone. They do. And that's about it, guys. Oh, Triple H bought, or not Triple H. <laughs> I just saw uh, Triple X. Vin mm. Diesel brought the Triple X franchise, guys, so we're safe. Oh, good. We're <laughs> going to get more. <laughs> That's what everyone and, wants. More Triple fucking X. And a raccoon ate too much weed. Oh, I saw that headline. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's pet raccoon ate too much weed and got taken to a fire department. <clears throat> Richie Tozer. That was the name of... Um, Night Court's Harry Anderson. He played Richie Tozer from It on the TV show. All right, guys. Uh, oh, here we go. We can go out on... Um, oh, where did my Huey Lewis go? <laughs> there we go. Going to hear some more Deaf Huey? Yeah, here we go. More Deaf Huey. Heart and Soul.
So many. Uh, so we've said what's up to a few of them already. We got Clint from Geek Dig. We got uh, uh, Fear Cast, Fifth Cast, Naked Porch Podcast, The Offensive Line, Painted Black Podcast, uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Big Papa Podcast, Bold and Belligerent, uh, Conrad and Jack Show, everyone over at BatsquadNetwork.com. We are like fucking a month and a half from being in Los Angeles seeing the Dead Milkmen. With- yes. Sir Kayak and Sir Chuck E. Cheats. I can't fucking wait, man. I'm fucking ready. It's going to be great. <clears throat> this, is um, all, this is what Huey hears in his head. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go to BatSquadNetwork.com. Check out all those shows. They're fucking all fun. Great to listen to. And that is it. All right, guys. We're out of here. Later! <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Everything they say And no place that I'd rather be Where else can you do A half a million things All at a quarter to three When they play their music Ooh, that modern music They back it with a lot of style But it's still that same Old backbeat rhythm That really, really drives them wild They say the horror Dressed so scantily, 